Welcome back. This is the Millennium Beat. I'm your host, Kevin James. On today's show, I have Evan Camacho, who is a true-blown Floridian. He was born and raised in Deland, Florida. Currently, he's working in the auto body industry, and he's a youth director at Identity Church in Deltona, Florida. On today's show, you'll find out a little bit about his story and how he had a child at 19 years old, still in high school, and how God used that child to bring him closer to God himself and in a deeper walk. So stay tuned, a little brief message from our sponsor. I would like to thank McLeod Painting Group of Vero Beach, Florida for sponsoring this week's show. They specialize in interior and exterior painting. They are licensed and insured with over 45 years of experience, expanding over three generations. Give them a call at 772-501-0324 and tell them that Kevin James sent you. Again, that number is 772-501-0324. All right, let's get into the interview in 60 seconds. Thanks for tuning in to the Millennium Beat. I'm your host, Kevin James. I'm here with Evan Camacho, and we're going to talk a little bit about his life. He's going to tell you where he came from and basically where he's going. So, Evan, thanks for joining us in the studio today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. I'm glad to have you. Um, you went to a class called um, Oxpen at Identity Church. Yes, I did. And you, um, But you were speaking a little bit before that, weren't you? I know. Uh, over the years, you know, I've just find myself speaking and yeah that's where the opportunity comes. opened up so yeah. so you went to oxpen oxpen is a class that teaches a little bit more and, and this one that you went to because i've been to a few others okay it was a little short and a little brief it, you know it wasn't as long and you you didn't get as long of time as some of the other classes have had so okay so one of the things i would talk to um uh, pastor michael at identity church and and then whoever will be doing the next oxpen that will be part of their requirement um basically is the giving them real world experience yeah so and i have as i said i have this podcast called the millennium beat which tells people stories and Definitely. it you know, encourages them around the world so it gives you an opportunity to, to use some of the stuff that you have learned in class in a world 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 environment yeah you know? so yeah. so what i'm going to do is i'm going to turn it over to you i'm going to start you with a question and then you pick up from there and i'll interject when i need to but basically this show is is you you know okay. and because it's your it's your life and who knows your life better than yourself yeah, exactly so what i want to do is i always tell people to start when they were we little kids like basically let's start off from birth okay and take your time um you know let me know if we were, if we're running out of time and or and i also let you can tell if it starts dragging that we need to fix it or 
mill. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like the boat that has that what they would call a rudder. You yeah, know, yeah. I share this information. You know, what's going on? So, so this is the most I'm talking, but basically it's going to be you. So let's go to that question: Is um, where did Evan come from? <laughs> so, so the story of my life. I was actually born in the land. The where? Land wow. Yeah. You're a true and, Floridian. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm bad to the bone Floridian. Um. <laughs> But I've lived in the Barry, okay, Orange City, Deltona, the land. I'm just the surrounding neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, and, uh, it's a five. I, I don't know if it's a five city or something like that. I know when I first moved up here, basically they're all the land, Deltona, Orange City, the Barry, and my where I live is Lake Helen. So there's five, yeah. which is all the basic same thing. When I grew up, I lived in a town called Fitchburg, which was the sister town was Lemister. You know, we were yeah, yeah. like rivals. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. You did tell me that. So we were rivals. We were. It was always the 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 football game, Fitchburg against Lemister. Okay. You know, and and stuff like that. So so you grew up here. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. You know, so I grew up here, so so and I it, noticed like the back of my hand. So you know, yeah, it took me a while. Everybody, when I first came here, seven years about oh, it's almost been seven years. I came here in sixteen, and people are going, okay, go down to Johnson Road, take a right at Ralph Road, and go down to Lori Road. You know, I go forget. It. Let me yeah. let me use my GPS. You know what though? When I when I run into the situation like that, where I'm in Deltona and I run into a road where I haven't been. Oh yeah, I, I'm almost. I'm looking in amazement. Like, really, I, I didn't know this was here. I do that a lot. Del- on, um, delivering food, I always look, and my brain is like, it like it's like a chess game. Okay. I like to see from the time I pick up to the food into where I'm going. I kind of know, like, I'm going to take these roads. And now, as I said, I've been doing this for five years. I get to know that kind of things. But yeah. have you ever lived outside of this area? I've traveled. I've you never traveled. lived. Yeah, no, you never, never lived. lived. So you've been born and raised here. Yeah, you yeah. are a true Floridian. Yeah, yeah I enjoy it. I do really, you? I do. Okay. Well, I guess I guess it's, <laughs> the old expression is you, you haven't never seen anything. I mean, you've seen it by traveling. Yeah, yeah. But you never lived anywhere, so you know, you know, it's like snow. I mean, yeah. Have you seen snow? Yeah, when okay. I was younger. Yeah. When you were younger, so you travel up north. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up north New England area or like I, Colorado area? So we've been to, I was in the city when I was younger. Um, I've been to upstate New York. Okay. Uh, Niagara Falls. I've been there, yeah. I've been okay. to uh, my stepmom's family. My dad's, my dad's from the city, New York City. New York City, okay. My stepmom's family, she's from Michigan. So we, we uh, did a couple of trips to Michigan. I've been there. Uh, that was, Rapids. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drove too, so it was a Ooh. journey. It was a journey. <laughs> that's a ma- that's a real journey. And imagine that a family trip in that in, in one car doing that. So. Oh, how many uh, were in the family at the time? It was me, my 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 sister, my brother, my other brother, stepmom, my dad. Okay. So, and um, yeah, we did it. We did that. Uh, I think I've been to Missouri too. Missouri. For a family reunion. And, uh, I haven't been there yet. Yeah, we did a family reunion. That was pretty cool on my stepmom's side of the family. Okay. Um, been to Virginia. My, I have a grandmother who lives out there. And, uh, yeah, we, we've done I love I, I love I like it. like to travel. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done up and down all the way, the, all the way to Canada. Okay. All the way to Florida, obviously. Key West. Yeah. So I've been all the way up every state in, on the East Coast. I think I've been, I've been, um, Ohio. Okay. Um, and then obviously Louisiana I've been to, and then, um, Jackson, Mississippi. 
been there, and then Dallas, Texas. Gotcha. And then also I flew out a few years ago. I had a free flight, and I flew out to um, Scottsdale, Arizona. That okay. That was interesting. Uh, they had fires at the Grand Canyon a few years earlier, and everything was you know black and, and stuff like that. Um, we had that on the East Coast here, too, a couple of years ago, um, probably about 10 or so. We had fires. You know what I've noticed, though, is is when you travel, you feel so small. Yeah. You know, because this is, I mean, you've been here for a while, I've been here for a while, and this is kind of all we know right now. Right. And then when we take that travel, leap, whatever, you just feel like, wow. You know, yeah. the, the, and there's so much more. Well, there's beauty in, it's like, like when I first moved, or before I moved to Florida, there was, there was beauty here. I mean, there's still beauty, but it's, you get so natural, you get used to it. Yeah. You, you see it all the time. That's true. Take people that live near the Grand Canyon. Oh, nothing. It's the Grand Canyon. You know, no big deal. Or like the ocean. Um, I, I've lived many years that I've lived right next to the ocean and a lot of times I don't even go, yeah. <laughs> you know, but when I first moved here in Florida back in the early nineties, yeah. um, I was at the beach or at the pool all the time, you know, and now the only time I ever go to the, the beach is when I'm doing uh photography, if I'm doing some school picture or something like that for some kid. Yeah. And we, we have a beach shot and then we have, um. We we're in Vero Beach. We had one side was the beach, and the other side was kind of like a woody New England looking, okay. you know, the trees and paths, and you know, so we could do and it had a bridge. You know, it was pretty cool. But we we kind of take things for granted a little bit when we live somewhere. But you know what though? What I found out over the years is Florida has a lot. Oh yeah. But because we're we're in this cycle of going to work, yeah, weekends we chill out, go to work cycle, right? Right. Um, we don't realize how much we have here, and just uh, how many springs we have here. Mm. You know, and how many nature trips, I'm, I'm a nature guy. Oh, yeah. so I was just at Gemini Springs this morning. Oh, wow. And uh, just walking around and seeing new things and, and just being amazed with like, this is here, but I don't experience it. You right. Know? Because again, you're right. As you said, we're working, you know, and we don't have time. The old expression is stop the smell the roses. Yeah, we're, definitely. Because we're working all the time. Um, that's why a lot of times when people retire, they get like an RV, you know, or a uh, coach or something like, like, that. like, like, I, like I'm doing <laughs> and yeah. go see things like, well, like my goal is, uh, you know, doing those trips that we talked earlier on a pre-show. Yeah. Um, uh, but also is I want to go see, um, I call it the Ark of the Covenant, but it's not the Ark of the Covenant. It's Noah's, Noah's Ark. Ark. Yeah. And I think that's in Kentucky. Definitely. So that's yeah. going to be one of my trips. And then a friend of mine uh, where I, I stole the coach when I'm not using it in Vero, uh, he and his wife want to go to, um, uh, uh, not Branson. Well, I'm going to go to Branson. They want to go to Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And then, you know, they he's a painter and he says, sure you can get the time off? You know, it says when you're self-employed, he says, it's hard to take time off. Yeah, definitely. Because there's always Nowadays, work. Yeah. So, but I think he's not, he's probably not listening to this, but I think, I think his wife wants to go. Okay. So it doesn't matter much how much he work he has to do. His wife wants to go. He's going to go. He's going <laughs> to go. So. And it's funny, his wife, uh, when they were younger, they had not probably the size of what my 40 footer. They, um, they probably had a smaller one, but their mother, and I don't know if it was her and her brother. But they used to travel a lot, yeah. Know, go to different places, so it's a lot for her to say, "Hey, I want to go to Memphis," you know. Yeah, yeah. Because they want. I've been through Memphis. Um, I see more um, Elvis stuff in Nashville because I've been to Nashville a few times. Yeah. But um, the Memphis is where um, Graceland is, you know. So I've been by there, um, driving a bus. Okay. But um, you know, in general, it's uh, you know, it's pretty cool. And there's, I'm going to do a New England trip. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to invite my sister and her, bro- her brother, <laughs> that's me, uh, her husband, 
uh, to go do a New England trip, and I'm going to do some interviews, uh, maybe one up, one down, and then do a couple when I'm up there. Just go have a see family. Yeah. You know, one, I always say one last time because it's like I don't get to travel. I'm not traveling Definitely. that much, yeah, you know, yeah. other than for business. You know, I mean, if, and if you're close by, then I'll, I'll meet up with you. Yeah. But so, so you, you like to travel. You grew up here in Florida. You grew up in this area, which is the Deltona, the land, you know, um, Lake Helen. I mean, yeah, Lake Helen. And, and then um, uh, DeBerry. Yeah. Um, and you like it, and you said you like it. I like it. I you, I like. Well, speaking of the whole traveling, and you'll probably switch up the where we go. Um, but just the fact of that, I have traveled. I was able to do these things, right? Um, and just see what's out there, and I like it. Around, okay, know? I do. And that's it's. It depends on you come from. If you ask me, if you were interviewing me, and says, do you like it here? I go no. Yeah. And if I ever move, you know, like they always say when they ask people from the north, did you move because you didn't like the cold and the snow and stuff yeah. like that? So if you ask me that question, I go, no. But if I leave Florida, that will be the reason why I leave it. You know, I hate it. I've always, it's, I, when I was making really good money, I could care less because I could jump on a plane, fly to New England. We had a hurricane back, I don't remember, in 2004. Yeah. On the East Coast. We had two hurricanes in a row. I went through the first one. The second one said, heck no, I ain't staying. I got a flight and went back to my... I was watching the hurricane from my sister's living room in Massachusetts. Because I was, I was not going through another one. Yeah. I, I just went through one two weeks ago. No power for a week. <laughs> and speaking of that, we're, we're probably getting to have... You know, by the time this one here, we'll know what happened. Because this won't here for a, a while. Because I'm adding it to the collection of stuff that I've done. But, um, you know, you got to... <laughs> I mean, you've seen the snow and stuff, but you didn't grow up in it. Yeah. You know, so you don't have a real hatred for it. You know, I mean, I, I don't, I guess, you know, like I always say, I've been living here in 30 years of summer, where you live in t-shirts and shorts, you know, even going to church. Yeah. It's, it's not very formalized because it's a very hot state, you know, the, not just the temperature, no, but it, the humidity. It, it, yeah. And that's what bothers me is the humidity. Well, don't, listen, don't get me wrong. Don't think that when it's hot, I'm, you I'm out there enjoying, you yeah. know, I mean, I do, you go to the beach and walk around, but it does get hot. And sometimes when I'm at the job, yeah, it does. I'm like, well, man. here too, in this part of the country, because we're, we're not, we're about 30 miles from Orlando, a mile wise, driving wise is a whole nother story. It's yeah. about, I can get to the airport in about 50 minutes, about an hour, depending if traffic's on. I've gone to Lake Mary's, take me two hours one time. Yeah. Because of traffic. I'm yeah. high I four. Is high four is one of the worst. And it's got worse, wor uh, more worse. <laughs> that's a good word. Sorry, English people out there are saying, well, it's not speaking correct English. Eh. Sorry about that. Um, it's a little bit different. And you said you enjoyed it. Um, so tell me a little bit about what it was like for you for uh, um, a little Evan growing up in this area. What was it like? Um, it was it was cool. You know, it was... Uh... My my mom and my dad, they were, I was brought up in separate households. Okay. So it was... Uh, were your parents, when you were a kid, divorced or, or just separated? They, they, they never got married. Oh, they never and, got uh, married. Okay. I don't even... I don't have really recognition of them together. So this is, was, this is just this what is I grew it, up. This well, is how... That's yeah, how it was. To me, it was, this is what it is. So, you know, I would, on my, I would be at my mom's house on the weekends... My dad's house throughout the week for school. Okay. Which was pretty cool because my dad kept me in check for school to keep mm -hmm. me in line, you know? Okay, it's Get good. The, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I, I did that, and uh, it's interesting. It's it's an interesting journey. You realize what what you can get away with at one house versus the other house, <laughs> and you can become very uh man- manipulated. manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, as a child. Yeah. So I go. I think I was thinking you were going to say that. You know, it's it start. I mean. Even when people are married in the same house, you know, dad would do it this way. And, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I'm not dad. I'm mom, you know, you know, or your or mom, mom is sweet on you and, and uh, lets you get away with it. Dad won't. You yeah. know, and, and it's, it's, it's worse when you're in two different houses. I mean, well, yeah, you, you, you master it, you know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? And, Kids um, are, are, are a master of, and you know that we'll get into it later on in our conversation, but you, yeah. you deal with, with teens. And I've dealt with teens forever myself too, so we're we're on the same sub- topic there, a subject. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so you're living living in two two different houses. Yeah. Um, must have been interesting during the holidays. I mean, that was the nice part of it. I guess you get a double Christmas. You double know Christmas, saying? double birthday. Yeah, and then yeah, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. What house? That that was another battle. It's like, what house do you go to? Do I go to? Yeah, a lot of yeah. times when people get married, they'll do like, okay, we'll go to your your parents for Thanksgiving, but you go into mine. There's like Christmas. a deal that they yeah. make, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll have them for, yeah, like yeah. you just said. It's the same, yeah, a lot of times. I did that down in Vero. I go, okay, I, I went to my pastor's house for Thanksgiving and, and my friend's house for Christmas. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, somebody's going to take them. Because <laughs> I, again, I was down here by myself pretty much at that time uh, after my mother moved up to New England or back to New England. Okay. Before she died. Um, I was down here and just had my friends and that was it. Yeah. So, so, so you're bouncing between the houses for the holidays and stuff like that. What was the, um, the barometer on the spiritual level of things at that time when you were between the two houses, when you were younger, Okay. where were you? Um, like I grew up, I was an altar boy in a Catholic church for up to my high school years. What were, what, what was your status at that time? So at that time growing up, um, my dad, he, he wasn't a churchgoer. Okay. Um, my mom, she would go. I, re, I remember going to church with her. And right, because like she, she had the weekends. She had the weekends. Your dad had the weekdays. Yeah. So you really didn't go to church during the weekday anyway. Exactly. So, so your mother would go once in a while. She, there was times where it'd be like consistent where I, w- I remember going, mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, we went to Journey Church in Orange City. I think it's Journey now. I don't know. It any probably wasn't at that time. Except for the one that I work at. There was one in Sanford we used to go to, uh, Benny Hinn's brother, Sammy Hinn. Sammy Hinn, yep. He, that I know the name. Yeah, we, we used to go to that one. So I remember Trinity right down the street. That name I've heard. Um, so little Faith World, it was in like Orlando or whatever. Hmm. I remember little glimpses of church. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what held me down. That's kind of what anchored me when I was uh, doing things, I guess, that I shouldn't have been doing. Like I had that in me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Got right. Me and, and stuff like that. So you had a, your mother gave you a little bit of, you know, quote unquote here, uh, of religion or, yeah, yeah. of some sort compared to where your dad didn't really. You didn't, didn't go to Wednesday services or yeah, anything yeah. like that. So, all right. So, how, um, that's when you did go to the church, how much did that have an effect on you? Did it have a positive effect, a negative, or, or well, mediocre? One, one thing about my mom, though, even, even when she wasn't going to church, she was very faith led. Okay. And trying to hear the Spirit of God. And, and that's what she would always pray for her children is that we, even if we didn't go to church, 
that we could still be open to hear the spirit of God. Good. And uh, so what were you saying though? Uh, well, it was basically, you know, was it a positive, was church a positive thing on you or Because sometimes oh, yeah. when you drug the church, now you as your mother didn't drug you, yeah. or, you know, people also call drag it, drag you to church. Uh, and then they resent it, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah. what was your life? As I said, I grew up as a as a Catholic altar boy, um, all the way through. I think uh, to my almost my senior year of high school. So that's all I knew. Yeah, you know, I I didn't I know that I knew Jesus, but I didn't know Jesus exactly. You okay. know, I mean, it, it's so you know. Be going to church, you did hear some messages and stuff like that. And you probably, because you're a kid, probably in children's church and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I had a good experience, at least from where I was at. Um, but that, like I said, once I hit my teenage, teenage years, mm -hmm. I, we didn't go to church anymore. No, your, so, your mother didn't. Yeah, when yeah. my mom met my stepdad, it was like, uh, I started doing baseball and stuff like that. Sports and activities. So, we started doing those things. Um, so church was kind of pushed to the backside, but I always, we, that, that was always instilled in us. So this is why I kind of have a passion for the kids here and the mm -hmm. youth here, because don't underestimate the power of a seed. Right. Because even when I was doing, you know, when I was smoking and drinking and stuff like that at an early age, right. I knew what I was doing was wrong because mm -hmm. I had that seed and from that foundation. Yeah. You had a foundation of. Christianity and what was right and wrong, and, yeah. and you kind of knew that you were not doing right. Exactly. So, um, so, so that was your teenage, you know, up to your teenage years. Uh, were you a rebellious teenager, or are you just a normal, you know, just a normal teenager? Because you did say something about smoking, I think. Smoking is yeah. Drinking. But you know, uh, I wouldn't say I was rebellious towards my parents. Right. But I was a sneaky kid. <laughs> I'll just throw myself out there. Sneaky. I was very sneaky. Sneaky, I'd, Evan. I'd sneak out at night. You know, I, I would uh, do things at school that I shouldn't have been doing. I would just just sneaky. You know what I'm saying? Were you? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of memories. <laughs> a lot of memories. Some that you don't want to remember, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So basically, you're you're a teenager doing that, and then um, you you go through high school. What was high school like for for Evan? Pine Ridge High School. Uh, is that what's in the high school, Pine Ridge? The only one I know is, is the one over... Uh, Deltona. Yeah, Deltona. Don't, uh, the one next to... Um, University. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a new one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a new one. The other one is over going up I-4 and take a right on four, um, seven, four, seven, whatever that around 472. Okay. And go over there on the new hospital. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Halifax. Yeah, yeah. And it's on the right-hand side. Deltona High, yeah. I think, I think that's Deltona High School, isn't it? Yeah. And then you get to University High School. And I don't know how many high schools are in the city. It's about like, well, universities are in the city. Deltona has two. Deltona. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was it like in school? I mean, you, you said from an early conversation that with you like sports. So you probably, were you into sports in high school? So, yeah, yeah. My, my teenage years, I was into baseball. Uh -huh. And I, I really, that was one thing that God blessed me with, was with a good stepdad. Okay. So I believe like if I wasn't, Full, t you know, full time in baseball. Right, I would have been doing some other things. Some other things. So really, would regret. Yeah. So I, I kind of, I, I look at my life and I, and I thank God that He put certain people in my life. So yeah, I, I started uh, freshman year. I was into baseball, as I was saying, 
I tried out for the baseball team. Okay. I got got on the team, and by the end of the season, I was in varsity. Oh. I was pretty good. I'm not. I'm. I'll just say it like okay. that. I was pretty good. That's good. So, uh, but I stopped playing baseball, man, because I had an uncle who used to live with us, mm-hmm. and um, he passed away on us. It was so. As as a teenager, right? I took it hard. Yeah, I really did. And you were close. Must have been close to him because yeah. he lived with. I, oh, I we, we I seen him every day. <laughs> you seen know? him every day. Yeah, you know. So he when he passed away, it kind of like shook my world, and that's when I really started being more depressed or stressed out, as you would say, and just went into this darkness. I guess. Oh wow! You know. Huh. It's funny how we have a all parallel kind of, uh, of connection in a sense because I started in junior high, I started playing soccer. Yeah. I was a soccer, not a baseball person. I did play baseball um, the minor leagues until I didn't get picked for the, the major leagues. I mean, okay. We're talking, I don't know how old you are, nine or 10 years old. Because another Kevin Kelly got picked, and I always say he stole my position. <laughs> uh, I played minor leagues for a while, and but then most of it was soccer, and I did that freshman year. I mean, nice. no. Junior high. Freshman year, I decided to go out for cross country. Okay. And I, I, he said, Coach, well, come, some, you know, come, just come and see, you know. Yeah. So I went and I watched. I was out there and I seen them playing soccer. And I go, that's what I really want to do. So, wow, okay. So I went back and I played freshman year, second sophomore year and junior year of uh, first couple of years, JV, then varsity. Uh, I think I've only scored once. And that's when I went back to help out the JVs. Because yeah. I was a half a halfback, so I didn't really, I mean, I wasn't really scoring position. You could score, but instead of a front line, you know, so. But um, and that's what I did. I, you know, I did that kind of stuff in high school. And then senior year, I didn't do anything uh, sports-wise. I okay. became the manager of the yearbook and, um, you know, saying that the, I did the best job ever. Hey, I, I probably, it was a record. Um, yearbooks were five bucks for uh and they had, you know, and then gold name on their name on it. And we raised so much money yeah. that our yearbooks were free. I don't think anybody's ever caught up to that in <laughs> and, and 40 that, years. That's for the books. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was, I mean, I knew people in business and everybody donated. And as I said, I was the yearbook manager. But you know what? You That doesn't take me by surprise. You know? <laughs> no, it doesn't. The way you articulate yourself and the way you handle yourself and how you do what you do at the church here. That, yeah, I just, you know, I just, you know, when I, when I, I'm not totally disciplined on things, but when I set my mind or I have a goal, you know, um, nothing's going to stop me. You yeah. Know I mean, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I have like a lot of Christians, you go through things like I was telling somebody, I said, yeah, I just get tired. I just want to quit. Yes. So it feels, <laughs> you know, I mean, in life there's things that are not perfect. I mean, we, we have, we have an adversary yeah. or, you know, and then we also have a person that's against us, you know, I mean it's just uh you know that's the way it is you know so 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 you went through high school and now there's still no major for lack of better words religion in your life at that time right going through all the way through four years of high school or is there somewhere at, in high at school at that time no Mid- middle school um i forgot when we stopped going to church I really, well yeah you said yeah, that earlier that you stopped years. but going through high school see i as i said i became a christian yeah at an amway convention and and uh, uh it was september labor day weekend 1981 yeah i was in north carolina at a convention 
and we had a Sunday service, and that's where. I, but I, you know, I was a, I was going to become a senior. That was my start of my senior year because Labor Day weekend. Then school started after that. Okay. So you went through basically through all high school, and there was no um, born again experience basically at that time. At that time, no. But you know what I did? I I, I believed. You believed. I had right. Yeah, you had, had that. Little, you had that little mustard you know? seed. Yeah. Okay. So now. Um, from high school, did you go to college or just went to the trade field and start working? No. So I was, uh, it's funny. Um, high school, right. You know, when you graduate, you normally, a lot of kids take that summer off right. to think they about go, life. Right. What, what am I going to do? I'm done with school. Yeah, you know, or I'm done with school. Let me go work or whatever. So that right when I graduated, I found out I was going to have a son. Ah. So it was like, like. That that's where the gear shifted, you right? Know? And, and how it, old were you at that time? I was nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're going to yeah. become a papa at nineteen years old. Obviously, you're not married. I wasn't at that married. Time. No. Um, and you had the baby, so yeah. which is a good thing. You didn't take the route. I don't know. Was there ever talk about abortions or anything like that? Um, at that time, no. I, you know, previous. I know. It's, yeah, well, well, at that time with her, no, no, uh, that wasn't even a thought. It was like, let me, uh, and it, it, you know, it was, I was, I was in fear. I was nervous. I was, right. that was really my, my cry out to God because I'm young. I'm like, man, what, what am I going to do with my life? And then I got hit with that. And she was actually in Massachusetts. Speaking of mass. Okay. She has family in mass. So. She was in Massachusetts, and she sent me a text. I guess she went to the hospital because wasn't, you know, I right. start feeling right. sick and stuff. Morning and sickness and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. So, yeah, she sent me that, and I was just like, I didn't know how to take it. Then I'm thinking to my dad, uh, I, I had so so much of a fear of my dad. That was one thing no, that was hard for me. Dad. No, this is my actual dad. Oh, actual dad. Okay. So, that was one thing that was kind of hard for me. Um, but you know what he did? He embraced me. And, and when um, my son was born, we lived with my dad for like six months. Now you said we is her too? She came down. Okay, she came yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I got her down. And um, yeah, six months in the house. And then uh, I said, let's, we got we to gotta figure something out. So then we moved out, got okay. our own place. So you get your own place. Yeah. So now how long were you with her? Previous before that? Uh, only like it had to be my senior year. So basically, okay, you it, had a short relation. Uh, it was a short relationship. A date, yeah. a date, let's say dating relationship. Yeah, yeah. Okay, obviously, I'm. I'm well, I should say obviously. I didn't know that you didn't take the marriage route. No, we, you no, didn't. we didn't. You just, we didn't even marry afterwards. Right. Yeah. Right. Sometimes some people do. Yeah. Doesn't. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying some but we people. We did. I, I will say this. I don't want to cut you short. We did. We did when the baby was coming. We did consider it. Okay. Because we didn't want the way, we didn't want people to view right. it negatively, right? Mm-hmm. So that was like, that's what people do. You know? Yeah. You do know. I believe that it should be done that way? Nah. Yeah. I, you know? But uh, we did consider that. Like, let's get married before right. this child comes. And um, never got to that. Never got to that. So, all right. So you li- basically live together. Yeah. Raising a child, a boy. Uh, how long? How long was that? How long did you do that for? Um, so, well, she left, uh, 
She said, had enough with you. No, yeah, I'm done. She, she left uh, Her, obviously, she, she, she took the child. Yeah. She took the boy. 2019. So we lived with each other for years. For years. Years. <laughs> years. And it wasn't going to work. It wasn't, there was no marriage down the street, you know? So, I mean. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was difficult. I, I've yeah. learned a lot looking back. Um. It, life changes once you have it. You know, you're a dad now. You're 19. I, I know I've never been a father. I've dealt with kids. Yeah. You know, I dealt with kids that were like my kids, you know, but I've never had one. So, but yeah, 19 years old. Uh, I, I, I think I was um so naive. As I said, I went to a Catholic school. I didn't know nothing about anything. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I think God spared me that because I probably could have you know, <laughs> been easily be like you, like a dad. You yeah. Know? And uh, I didn't. So I mean, you know what though? It 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 kind of God used my son because the route that I was going. Right. If my son wasn't born, I think God used my son to straighten me out. Because mm-hmm. that's when I really went to God. Right. That's when I started really going to church again. Okay. So I I used to go to Trinity Church. Right. If if I wouldn't have found that out, I don't know where I would be. Mm. You know, because like I said, at that time. My frame of thought, how I viewed people and how I was selfish and conceited and all these things. Um, you know, I'm over here going to work to provide for diapers. Right. Provide for this, provide for that. And my friends, they're going clubbing, they're going to parties, they're doing this, they're doing that. Yeah. So it was like God was using my son to keep me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So as I look back, I see that. But at the time, I didn't see that. Right. It's no hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, I mean so you go and that was your so basically the early twenties were were being a father, living with this girl to take care of the child, your child. Yeah. Um you said she moved out. Now obviously did she take the child with her or did she leave it with you? Um back when you What do I remember? What do I remember? She left to her first little dabble, she she left to Kissimmee. Okay. And that was weird. Mm. Yeah, she moved in with some some friend, and then she really took the leap and went to Puerto Rico, and then we had it to where he was going to school with me. Right. But then he started going to school with her. Okay. So. Now she has full custody of him now, or or joint custody. We're right now. We don't have anything legal. Legal, but we're good. We're I was good. Just before this, before I got here, I was on the phone with her and okay. my son. So we're good. And I don't ever think we'll ever get to that route. Legal wise, yeah, right? yeah. You have this, and then okay. Yeah, I feel like so we, you have we the, should be able to be responsible enough mm-hmm. to that's good. Have communication, open communication, and good. Listen, we got to be on fair grounds because we're gonna deal with each other for the rest of our lives, right? You know. So, yeah, that's the thing as well. You make that decision. It's like we're talking about debt. So you, it's easy to go in debt overnight, but it, it takes a lot of discipline and work yeah, to get out of debt. That's true. You know, it's like we can have we can have the fun and the party that night, but then we have to pay the cons- pay the piper. You know, yeah, we have to yeah. deal with what we just did last night. Exactly. And you know, in this case, God used it, which is good. Yeah. So he, he's now drawing you a little bit more into a relationship with him now. See, one of the things you have an advantage over me is when you're a father, you get to understand the relationship between a father and a son. Definitely. Better than somebody like myself who only knows the son real part of it, doesn't know the father. Yeah. In that sense, because uh, I'm not a father. 
but I know parents will do anything for their kids. You know, they will, they will um, give their own life for it, you know, for their kids. Um, it's just the way it is. And that's something that you have over people that don't have kids. That was one thing. And I'll tell you because, um, like you just said, I, I do kind of have that advantage. But the only thing that I'll say to that, um, we were speaking about Oxpen earlier. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I spoke in the microphone in Oxpen, when we were, I was, we were doing a Prodigal Son series. I, oh, yeah. Remember that? that yeah. So we were doing that. And um, I told my son in the microphone, he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But I said, there's nothing that you can do that can get you to love, for me to love you less. Right. There's nothing. I've chosen to love you. There, right. Just like God has chosen to love us. Yeah. The way you treat me, uh, it, it, it's not conditional. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's. Uh, well, that's why when a lot of times when a kid goes awry and becomes a murderer or something like that and the parent still loves them yeah you know it's because they're a parent you know i mean even though the kid is done wrong you know i mean nothing in their eyes is going to change the fact that you know, that's what you're saying yeah and that's like god as i said he looks at us and we're his children and we don't have to earn his love we don't have to work for his love it is unconditional agape love yeah and 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 we screw up but God still loves us. He's not going to say, well, you made a mistake. You had a kid, but you weren't married. Slap. Um, you're not my son anymore. No, you're still his son. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's the advantage a little bit when you, as I said, when you have a kid, you have, you, you that was come to your mind a little bit more. And I easier. will say this, this is another thing that's really, that highlights the jealousy of a father. Mm -hmm. When I spend time with my son and he's more focused on, Nowadays we have the tablets, the right. phones. Oh yeah, you know that that social pull, media that pull from his attention, and sometimes it, it it aggravates me as a father because I want that time. Mm -hmm. So, in a, in the same way with God, when we're doing when we're distracted and we're doing these things that mm -hmm. are just throwing our focus off from Him, mm -hmm. I understand the jealousy of God in that way. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, I'm a, I'm a cat person, you know, unfortunately I love dogs, but my lifestyle, I would probably kill a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I go to, I, I'm like a grandparent. I love going over to, uh, Pastor Charlie and Susie's house where they have Gracie, you know, and yeah. you can love on the dog and then go home, you yeah, know, it's bye like, bye. you, you yeah, get that, peace. you get that kind of like grandparent, you know, like I get the kids and then I can go home and go back to the normal life, you know, it, 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 dealing with, with God and, and stuff, you're right. You know, we do things that we don't have give them attention or give him the attention that we need to. He wants us to just to, you know, jump up on his lap and crawl up and just, you know, fall asleep, you know, and just love on us, you yeah. know, you know, and, and we're like, I'm, it's funny. I, I don't know the name of the song, but it's like, um, with his father's growing up and he doesn't have, he doesn't have time. I, I don't know if it's Jim Croce or not, but, uh, cats in the cradle. I think that's the name of the song. You ever heard that song? And it talks about him going up and not ha growing up and not having time with his father. And because he said, I want to grow up to be like you, dad. That's part of the song. And, uh, and then he has a kid and he, and he calls him, Hey, is, I'm retired. Let's hang out. No, I'm sorry, dad. I got to do this. Can I borrow the car keys? And, you know, and he says, I just think back that he grew up like me, you know, because he, he was too busy and, you know, you go through life. And, 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 and we have to make the times, whether it's human or, or dealing with a God is yeah. we have to make the time to spend with them. And, and you know, and, and he wants to be, you know, yeah. and I mean, he loves every one of his children all the same. 
You know, exactly. Some people say that, you know, I'm the special one or I'm the, uh, what is it? I don't know, Charlie says. The favorite. I'm the favorite, yeah. you know. I mean, uh, you know, it's, I mean, God, you know, in reality, I mean, I know what he's saying, but in reality, God does not have any single favorites. He loves everyone equally, you know, good, bad, and ugly. You know, it's like he loves us all. So, so that was cool. I mean, God, to use that situation with your child, give you a little bit of experience about um, what his love is for you. So now he's drawing you closer. He's, he's getting those little seeds. Um, let's, let's look at it this way. What made you, uh, as a business term, you know, sign the dotted line? Yeah. What was the point? What was going on in your mind, in your heart, to say, Lord, I need you. Come into my life. Help me change. Help me become a better person. Let me love you more. Give me... Me understand your love. What what was what brought you to that situation? Um, so what I what I was saying before was um the news, the 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 fact that, you know, when she let me know that I was gonna be a father, I don't it hit me. Right. I, I've never had anything probably hit me heavy like that. Mm hmm Um and I had really no direction for my life. I was kinda one of those guys that whatever, you know what I'm saying? I really didn't uh, so yeah, I was at that time I was lost. I didn't have, like I said, no direction mm -hmm. and just knowing that God, I need your help. Right. You know, if, if, if you are who you say you are and all these stories we hear in the Bible and all these lives that you've changed, I, I need that. Mm -hmm. I really need that. Okay. So when I was able to surrender to that, that's, that's when I started seeing my life change. Okay. And and I really started taking this thing serious, you know, mm -hmm. because like I said, we did move out. So right. when I knew when we moved out, I knew that we were moving out of my dad's household and I was going to have to start forming some guidelines, some mm -hmm. of, of how my household's going to be right. ran. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I needed that. I needed that help. Without knowing this, you were learning how to be the king of your house. Yeah. And also, I'm sure you'll learn how to be the priest of the house. Yeah. At the same time. So, so God used that situation. And now he has, you surrendered your life totally to him. So uh, what's been going on since then to now? What's been going on in your life? It's been, uh, it's been an interesting journey, you know. Uh-huh. Well, let's highlight some of them. Good? Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I've learned, I've learned a lot. I've learned to give grace. Mm-hmm. Um. I've learned not to be so religious. Okay. I've learned, as we've been learning uh, recently, you know, the measure that you give is the measure that's given back to you. Okay. Not to be so judgmental. Mm -hmm. I've learned uh, what true love is, uh, you know, is, is really just an action. I know feelings, feelings, feelings can, you're, you're right. one day you're on a mountain, the next day you're oh, in a God. valley, yeah. you know, your feelings are just swayed. Oh, yeah. Uh, but just, Our emotions. Yeah, just choosing what you really love. If you say you love somebody, you know, or your actions showing, right? I've learned uh, fatherhood, the hurt of a father. I've learned friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, uh, I've been on a journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we all are. And, and the thing about it is God's always there because he never leaves us or forsakes us. So he's constantly holding our hand. It's like that beach picture, you know, like why is there two sets of prints and then one? Yeah. Because at that time, God carries us. 
And, and we are emotional beings and, you know, we go through emotion and we just keep pressing on and, and going through the situation. Now, I know, as I said, I know a little bit about your life and I know the fact that you, it's been about a year now or so where they were, you kind of like were dubbed the, uh, you know, the youth minister, the youth pastor yeah. at Identity Church. I mean, it's probably been a year, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. Something like that. So what, what made you um, kind of go in that direction? Because I'm sure you didn't think about that like five years ago. I, you know what? If you would have told me this is the way my life, uh, my life's gonna go, I, I would have probably laughed. I laughed. Well, how, no way. how would you connect the dots? Right. Um, but yeah, I just like like I like I was saying, you know, um, one thing that I I guess I struggle with is is uh, and I'll just be straight up honest is stress. Right. You know, is loneliness and feeling so alone, and that was one thing I guess that. I would go to drugs for uh, because of that. So when God was able to fill that void and I was going to God, mm-hmm. it helped me out a lot. And and just to see God's work in my life and that he's, I don't know why, but his love, we were talking right. about his love, but in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. In my feelings, I don't know why he still is working in my life, but he just <laughs> chooses to do so. Still so, do so. So when I see like, you know, when I'm, when I'm, uh, just given opportunities and given doors to walk through, mm-hmm. he always lets me know that he's with me. And when I need it, when I need it, that encouragement, when I need that, is this you, Lord? And mm-hmm. and just to see the opportunities he's placed in front of my life and then coming here uh, and how I got here, that's another thing. And just, and just being here and being accepted and seeing his spirit move and then giving this opportunity to lead the youth. Right was just an honor, mm. you know? And I was like, I have to, I, this is something I have to do. Right. So I, I chose to be obedient to oh, it. That's cool. And as far as I can tell and what I hear, the kids love you, so. Yeah, I, I love them I've too. dealt with the youth ministry since I've been in Florida for like 30 years. Yeah. I was on the youth staff and, and then I worked with the youth camp and, and counselors, high school, um, not high school counselors, well, like some of them were, but most of them were college students and, so I've been doing that for hell. Not lately, not since I moved up here, but but I've been there and I understand where you're coming from. You yeah. Know? So it's it's really cool. Um, let's go in the direction of um, and wrapping it up here. Um, where do you see? It's like the, a job interview. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Right now, because again, it's probably going to change because you you didn't think a few years ago that you were going to be a youth leader. You know, um, what do you think? God's taking you. What direction is he taking you? Some of the things that he's showing you, kind of giving you a little bit of a path. Yeah. What's your path, think, right now for the next couple of years? As of right now, um, so I, let's see, let's see. I'll just start with this. I recently came out with a book. Oh. A children's book. It's yeah. a spoken word. It's like Dr. Seuss. You know how you would read Dr. Seuss and it rhymes? Right, yeah. So it's two stories uh, in one one book. And I, I see that as opening uh, a door for me mm-hmm. for more opportunity for for other children, other other youths. I don't know how that looks like. I don't know what that looks like. Right. But maybe if I take a Sunday out to go visit another church, you know. Right. To do, I, I don't know. I really don't know. The vision is, is like the seed has been planted. So. Yeah. I got to put you on the spot a little bit. I know that you are kind of a rapper. Yeah. Is there anything that you know off the top of your head? Anything that you can share with the audience, a little, a little rap. It doesn't have to be long. 
anything like um, something that you might remember if you don't remember it all but just remember right sing or not sing but rap the part that you do know so I, i'll just say this uh there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved so the praise is for him in the days of my sin i was blind as could be set in my mind all the time on the things that i could see but this thing inside of me always wanted more i had life but wasn't alive i wasn't sure what that meant so I spent quite some time with the Buddha on my mind, drinking till I was blind, thinking I was just fine. But I think that's what we all say. And the wage of sin is death. That's just what it would cost me if I kept it going. But the Lord was showing me mercy. He never wanted to hurt me. I never did feel worthy, yet he wanted to reimburse me and rebirth me from the prison where I was living. And since he let me out the pen, my friend, I say your, fr- your sins could be forgiven. Yeah. No other name, so that's just that. That's cool. That, that's I was testimony that. and, and yeah. evangelist all at the same time. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So, Thank all right, you. I think it's it's a good place to end. Yeah, and yeah, it definitely. was really good. We had a really good conversation here. So, uh, guys, you've been listening to the Millennium Beat with your host Kevin James. I've been here with Evan Camacha. And uh, I appreciate it. Evan, thank you very much for joining us here thank in the studio. Thank you for having me, man. All right, everybody else. Well, we'll catch you guys next week, same time, same channel. Take care and God bless. This has been a Millennium Beat production. Views and opinions of the guest are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat. I want to introduce you to a new program we are starting in 2023. It is a program where people can contribute, sponsor, or become a super sponsor to help support what we do at the Millennium Beat. We are also developing a partner program to help reach our goals of reaching people. More information will be on our website where you can fill out a form to become a sponsor or partner and make payments directly to us from our website.